This is episode 19 of the Creative Strings Podcast. In today's solo session, I'm going to give you strategies and techniques for working musicians to help you create a burst of income so you can move forward in your career. Hello, and welcome to the Creative Strings Podcast. I'm Christian Howes, violinist, educator, and music business entrepreneur. I hope these interviews will inspire you to be creative in your life, in your art, in your business, in every way. So without further ado, let's get to it. Hey everyone, today we're going to move right into stuff. I recorded myself while walking in the mountains of Asheville, North Carolina the other day, and I went over a process that has helped me countless times to get out of a rut when I'm not making enough money, worried about paying the bills, uh, and or when I just needed to create more income to support my family as a musician. And before we get right into it, I want to mention our two sponsors. They are Yamaha and Electric Violin Shop. In today's episode, whether or not you're a string player or any kind of working musician or even any kind of creative professional, if you work for yourself and if you're passionate about building your business and continuing to grow in your career, then I hope you're going to get a lot out of this. So here we go. What's up? I'm taking a break from this walk in the mountains of Asheville, North Carolina, to talk about music business. Now, the reason I'm doing this is because I want to let you know about the upcoming Music Business Mastermind course that I'm launching November 15th. It's a month-long intensive course. You can schedule a call with me. It's a totally free call. I will just spend time with you and help you with your business. And also, there's some upcoming workshops if you want to come to a live workshop. First process is to actually decide that you're going to treat your music as a business. But I don't mean that in like some kind of zen, woo-woo way. I mean, actually just decide how many hours a week are you going to spend on your business. I recommend a minimum of 10. So like about two hours a day that you do the kind of like office work, some people call it. It doesn't have to be work in the office. But it's just basically the work that's not about practicing your instrument. It's work dedicated to getting gigs, getting clients, getting paid, filling your calendar. So that's the first step. And let's talk about it really briefly because it may sound obvious, but I think a lot of musicians actually think that they need to practice more and that that's how they're going to succeed in business. And I really disagree with that. And I'll give you two reasons why. Uh, number one, I'm sure you know musicians that are you know great musicians who aren't working at all. <laughs> and I'm sure that you know musicians that you can probably play or write or produce or sing circles around who are making twice as much money as you. If that's a yes, then I think it bolsters my argument that basically I think the direct line to getting paid is doing business work. You know, whatever you want to call that. I, I think of it as being basically mostly sales and marketing, focused efforts related to sales and marketing, doing it the right way, being comfortable with, with the processes and, and how you're going about selling and marketing whatever services and product. I, maybe that sounds obvious, but I think it's important. 
so once you kind of accept that, that the only way you're going to have a successful music business is to practice business, which means trying stuff. And if it doesn't work, tweaking it and then trying something else. So it's the first step is basically, and you can do this right now, you can decide how many hours a week am I going to work just on music business. And you can ideally put it in your calendar. Keep running, man. You're doing great. That's step one. Step two is to clarify your goals, which again sounds really, you know, up in the clouds or something, but it's not. It's actually hard to clarify goals because most of us, most musicians I know, are running around in circles, trying to do this, trying to do that, trying to do this, and they never sit down and focus and actually have a plan. Like, I'm going to work on this one goal, like getting more students in my private studio or getting more gigs as a sideman, but just focusing on how I'm going to do that or starting online lessons or like licensing your music on films, any of those things. And there's like 20 other things that you could do in the music industry. But the point is you have to choose between one and three, ideally. I personally feel that more than three is just not gonna work. So choose one, two, or three, and make sure that you're really clear on which of those goals are short-term, which of them are long-term, and which of them are going to pay your bills and which of them are going to sort of be like heart things, heart things that, that make you, you know, feel better about your music or whatever, just give you that gratification. And you need to have that balance. So there might be one thing you do that really pays the bills. Maybe it's like weddings on the weekend and, and you don't really dig it, but it pays a lot of money. So you're going to focus on that as one goal that makes money and is pretty short term, by the way. Want to tour as a leader of your own project, you might want to look at that as more of like, something that's gonna provide more satisfaction at first and over the long term will make money. So clarifying those goals, actually most musicians I talk to, they're confused about their goals. They tell me my goal is to make a website, my goal is to make a CD, my goal is to make a YouTube channel. I don't think of those as being goals in terms of an ultimate sense. I think of those as being more like means to an end. So of course a website is generally a good thing and can be used towards a lot of good, but you don't want to think of that as your goal. You want to think of that as a tool that you would construct in order to reach your goal once you've decided exactly what that goal is. So if you know that your goal is to fill your teaching studio and to start a touring project as a, as a band leader, then you can make a website maybe, and probably, probably you do need a website or a YouTube channel or whatever. You're going to decide on whatever things you need to make that happen. Well, let me just back up one more time and just say most people have not clarified their goals. And I understand as musicians, we want to do a lot of different things. We're creative and that's cool. But I'm saying if your goal is to try to move forward in your business right now and try to get more money in the bank and just like make a transformation in your in your career, have it like shoot forward, then this exercise is super important just to clarify and say, what am I going to focus on to try to get that breakthrough, to try to, you know, increase that income. So, all right. So step three is then going to be now we know our goals and we know how much work we're going to put into those goals every week. It's to create a specific action plan. And the action plan is always going to come down to a sales plan. It's a sales and or marketing plan, which is basically the same thing, which really, if I had to, I would say this is the one answer to the one thing that's going to help you grow in any business, which is, here comes that guy again, man, he's trucking. I love it. You're doing it, man. Yeah, Respect. The one thing, really the one thing that's going to help you grow your business in any field is to be able to make offers related to your service or product to the right people in the right way 
consistently and persistently over time. Really, that's the answer. Like that's the golden nugget if you're looking for that. <laughs> like that's what it takes. But this process is going to help us sort of unpack it. So the action plan is about really refining that. It's like let's like let's say like for example that your goal again is to like fill your teaching studio. So we might come up with a couple points that action plan, which are finding the target customers. And those, those are the right people that you're going to pitch your offer to. And then how are you going to reach them? Like you might do an email campaign. You might do some YouTube videos to, you know, to help that email campaign. You might do flyers. You might call influencers. You might go do free, free workshops in, uh, for teachers you know in public schools. Those are just examples. But you want to really craft that sales plan and assuming that you're comfortable enough selling, which is another big problem that I can, I'm going to go into in a completely different video, but you want to craft that very specific plan and you want to work it like crazy, like crazy, like you got to work it. You got to just work it every day and over time and not expect for the first thing you do to land. But it's like that 30th phone call, that 31st phone call that's going to land the gig, you know? So that's your action plan. That's where you really You've got focused goals and you create a focused sales campaign or sales campaigns around each of those goals and maybe some marketing that goes along with those sales campaigns. All right. So the fourth step, in my opinion, is to come up with your marketing assets, like your accompanying collateral, some people call it. So that's when like, maybe you want to have a YouTube channel, maybe you need a website. Usually, to be honest with you, all you need is number one, some good copy, which means like, can you explain it in five words? Can you explain it in a sentence? Can you explain it in a paragraph? And can you explain it in a page? Like a really good description. That's super important. And I would have it in all those different formats so you can copy and paste them for different people that you're going to give them to in different mediums. So then you need some images, just a good headshot or a couple, few different images and some video, video and or audio. And that's pretty much what you need. Now, the way that you put it out there, whether you have a YouTube channel or you put it on Facebook native video campaigns or website or all the above isn't as important, but it is really important that you have some collateral marketing assets and that you make them as good as you can. They don't have to be expensive, but they have to be good. <laughs> they have to be clear and compelling. Those are basically the four steps. And then the fifth step, if you want to call it a step, is execute. And uh, that's the process I'm going to go through on the live workshops. It's also the process I'm going to go through on the online intensive course. And a few months ago, I had the first course. And I've got a bunch of testimonials from uh, musicians, of all kinds of musicians from all around the world that participated in my month-long intensive interactive course. And so this is 2.0. It's going to be even better. I really hope you'll look at the testimonials and click below to get on a call with me because what we're going to do is spend probably 20, 30 minutes. And I'm just going to talk to you about your business and I'm going to help you. I'm going to give you some suggestions and it's going to be totally free and there's no obligation. So I'll probably fill up my calendar pretty soon. So go ahead and jump on it while I'm doing this launch. Just trying to spread the word. Um, click the link below. Please share this. I'm going to get back to climbing this mountain. There you have it, folks. I'm interested in your thoughts on the process that I outlined. 
And uh, I obviously referred to a lot of other stuff and I'd really value your feedback. So please do uh, reach out and comment on this, share the podcast with your friends, leave a review on iTunes or Stitcher. And uh, if you're not on the blog, you can just go to christianhouse.com and click on the blog and you can easily find this podcast. And if you do want to schedule a call with me, then you can do that via the link at the blog post. Or you can always just reach out to me directly at chris at christianhouse.com. I want to mention our sponsors again a little more in detail. Electric Violin Shop, if you go to electricviolinshop.com, you can find their phone number and you can actually call them, especially if you're a string player and you're trying to deal with amplification and effects. Um, they're really, there's nobody like Electric Violin Shop in terms of just understanding everything that's out there, all the problems that we face in terms of getting our sound. So I encourage you to call them because their phone support is incredible. You can find their uh, phone number at their website. And if you go to electricviolinshop.com forward slash creative strings, you'll even get a discount and you can let them know I sent you. Also, Yamaha, with whom I've worked for almost 20 years, maybe 20 years now, Yamaha in addition to all the other great things that they make and do, they make wonderful electric violins, violas, cellos, and basses. Um, they just came out with a really revolutionary uh, product um, several months ago, uh, which has kind of upended the market for electric violins because it's uh, so affordable and so good. And uh, you can learn more about Yamaha by going to yamahastrings.com. For the next uh, month, I'm going to be putting a lot out about music business as I launch the 2.0 version of my intensive month-long course, and I will see you very soon.